Welcome to the When Wit Happens podcast. This is a podcast that helps you find ways to celebrate and live your best life even when stuff happens. Now, here's your host, Wit West. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Unfortunately, I went missing for a little while there, and I'm not even going to blame it on the current pandemic going on in the world because it happened before then and it was actually technical difficulties that then fed into me not really wanting to figure out how to overcome those difficulties and even when I figured it out it was a hot mess like everything was just crazy but I still had some stuff that I wanted to share with you all and I switched over to Instagram doing a few IGTVs for a while but I needed to get back to my people on the podcast, right? So what I was coming to talk to you guys about two months ago in the beginning of March was pretty much a reflection on my first couple months of the year. And now I'm just going to kind of do it as a reflection on my first quarter. Not really inclusive of the pandemic, but a little bit. Um, and you will understand like the little bit part towards the end. So essentially, um, life was reckless at the beginning of the year. I started the year strong, but lost. Um, in essence, my entire world kind of shifted as soon as the year started, or so it felt. Um, you know, sometimes you catch yourself falling and realize you've been like leaning or putting too much weight on one side, you weren't balanced. And I wasn't balanced. Um, I put so much of myself into a few things in hopes that those residual wins from there would flow seamlessly into the part of myself that I was blatantly ignoring. I was wrong. Um, I was, and I still am, a pretty well-oiled machine, even though it doesn't always feel like it. Um, And I'm still going. (laughs) And I'm probably even better now on the month past when I was even initially going to record this. Um, But I always keep going because I have to. Um, It's not even logical, but I'm not here or alive or living to be logical. I'm meant to defy the odds and so are you. So when everything was pulled away from me so swiftly and sharply all at once, all I kind of knew was to kick into autopilot and just glide. Things were gliding, things were going good, but I was off and I wasn't really happy because I was just floating, um, if you understand. So um, I'm thankful that before the start of the year that I really set my intention to be disciplined. As I've talked about here and on Instagram, that has really been what carried me through on the autopilot. Despite how I felt, I knew things I needed to work on. Working on those things has really helped me find the balance that I had previously lost. Currently, I am leaning a little more heavily towards regaining myself, but I'm also trying not to overcompensate. And as we've moved into this last month or so of month and a half of the pandemic, that has really helped me stay grounded because I have been really focused internally. So a lot of the outside factors have not shaken me as much. 
Of course, there are times where I completely spaz out and have anxiety, but I go to therapy and I talk about it and I have a great set of friends who I can talk about it through. And fortunately, that has been easing. Um, but that little bit of leaning more towards into myself has really helped. Um, I do know that going forward that I have to do things just for me and I have been doing those things more. I tend to forget that while I do what I want to do and I do it well, I am doing it against the odds. So I do have to make those adjustments. Um, and even if those adjustments require me to level the playing field um, so that I get the equity I deserve, I have to do those things, even if they may be di difficult. However, which has kind of been what I've been doing lately and during the pandemic and probably moving forward, there always comes a time when you're on autopilot that something happens that requires you to take back over the control. And that has been the pandemic and essentially what life is going to look like afterwards. And in that moment that you have to take back over the control, it's where you can either fail or you can flourish. And these are just the moments that happen in life all the time. You're either going to choose to go with the flow, take control, or you're just going to fail. And failing is not always the worst choice, but if you can flourish, why not do it? Um, because sometimes they're also going to look exactly the same as you're going through them until you persist and come out on the other side and realize that you really did flourish. Today, looking back over the first quarter, I'm realizing more and more that the failing that I thought I was doing actually wasn't that. Um, what I was actually doing was working and getting back to myself so that I can be my best self. I actually realized I was crushing through some goals um, for the month of February and March and even while facing extreme anxiety and stress um, in the beginning of the year along with an illness I was able to set a lot of goals and go completely through them a lot of them were around my peloton I set mild goals and I obliterated them <laughs> um i set some goals for like 50 miles ended up doing 100 miles from the month before i only done 28 currently i've been setting up um, myself to do like 100 miles or 150 and i've been doing 200 200 plus even at this point my goal for the month was 200 i was pacing well above that enough that i was able to kind of chill um, a couple of days ago and only do arms and yesterday I only did a 30 minute ride so I'm pacing well above um, and I'm really proud of myself for that um, I made sure um, that I also faced some of the things that were on my discipline list that I had been kind of letting go by the wayside and one of those things was budgeting um, because I knew that I had enough money to get by and things were okay. I had not been necessarily putting all my money into um, paying off debt. A lot of it had been going to savings and a lot of it had been going to just eating out. But baby, guess what happened <laughs> during the pandemic? 
we were not able to eat out. So, and a lot of like student loans and things like that had gotten um, put to the side. And I knew that that was going to be the case for me anyway, because I got into my doctoral program and we'll be starting in the fall. So, um, hello in school deferment. <laughs> so I knew I had a few extra dollars for um, debt payoff when that happened. But again, I had to look at myself and say, why are we waiting? Um, so let's kind of get ourselves back together. And I have been doing that as well in terms of budgeting. But because we are going through the situation we are going through, I am putting that money more towards savings because cash is going to be king. It is king. Um, it will do better than a paid off credit card that can kind of close your account as they need to um, during these trying financial times. So I am making sure that I'm not spending as much, but um, also that I am saving where I can. Um, I'm starting off, I started off March and April reclaiming myself, my happiness and my relentlessness. And after going through that two or three month period of loss and stress, I just gave myself that time to mourn and realize what I really wanted for myself and go after that so that I would end up being more balanced and being more Whitney. And I am very happy to say that I feel really, really good. And I'm really happy even though the world is stressful outside and around me. And with that, I've just been thinking about some of the best ways for us to kind of relax and release and I've been spending a lot of time on YouTube and I've been watching a, not a lot of TV because I've occupied myself <laughs> in the last month and a half doing all kinds of stuff but I was talking to a friend uh, Wes who's been on the podcast and he's involved with this web series and ironically enough it's called reckless and obviously as i said at the top the, the first quarter of this year for me was extremely reckless and that web series is actually going to be coming out soon and so i wanted to bring a couple members of the cast on so that you could get to know reckless and check it out when it's released reckless is the story of adulting um, approaching your 30s and having to start making adult decisions. Hello, career, love, abuse, relationships, friendships, and we need a little tea, so of course, secrets. There are three best friends, Cash, RJ, and Roman. They're living in the DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia, if you don't know, and learning what the meaning of friendship is as secrets are revealed. Cash is in a relationship with Austin, who's the owner of a successful makeup line. She also has some secrets that she's been keeping, not only from Cash, but also from herself. The story is about situations that people of this generation deal with today. The show is very relatable and brings topics to life that some people don't want to talk about. So I have with me some of the cast members from Reckless. So I'm going to let them go ahead and introduce themselves and their character. And then they're going to tell us a little bit about what the series is all about. 
Awesome, awesome. Um, hi, my name is Oboom Ezekwim, and I play Cash on Reckless, the series. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Uh, I'm A.D. Thomas. I play Roman on the uh, web series Reckless. Uh, and uh, Reckless is pretty much a web series about, you know, what um, folks in, like, you know, the, like their 20s and just, you know, the day-to-day ends of out that we face in our, like, relationship um, lives, like the challenges we face. Um, just, just a story about, you know, three, three friends who, you know, are, you know, going through life, um, running through, you know, a lot of different situations, you know, life situations, you know, twists and turns and just how they can, you know, navigate that and still, you know, keep that strong bond going on and, uh, just supporting one another. Okay. And I think I I love the topic of friendships and, keeping the bond strong. And I think we see a lot of that, especially as we get older, there are kind of less things in terms of distance that keep us together as friends. And so a lot of things change. Extra people get added in with relationships. Um, All kinds of stuff can throw off a friendship. So let's talk about these characters. So when we first start watching the series, who do you think it is that we'll love and who we hate? Um, so, uh, off the jump, um, I know most people are going to hate Cash off the jump. Oh. Um, yeah, for most people are going to hate Cash. He's, um, he's a very charismatic guy. You know, he's just, he, he got a big heart. He has a really big heart. Um, <laughs> but a lot of times that gets him into trouble. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think the character they're going to actually love off the jump is probably, um, a, um, Roman actually. AD, what you think? Man, it's wild. It's funny he say that, like, you know, people going to hate him. I mean, he's going to be one of the, uh, you know, that's wild. They, they're going to see him in a different way once they see the storyline develop and, and really get kind of familiar with him because, you know, like like Abun was saying earlier, like, it's a lot of circumstances that we either go through or people we know have been through, and it's, it's really just the same game with new players, so. I think everybody's going to have their moments where y'all going to, like, hate us and be like, you know, what's up? <laughs> what are they doing? But everybody else is going to have the moments like, wow, I get that. Like, that's why they did that. I understand what made them do that. So you, you really start to learn a lot about us over time. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, don't don't judge them right off. You might feel some type of you way. Can, you can't judge a book by the cover because it's, it's always something. You know what I'm saying? It's always okay. something. It's always exactly. something. You, you got to keep watching to see, okay, exactly. why did you make that move? Okay, why, why did that make sense? Oh, you feel me? Like, it's, it's going to come to you. Yeah, and okay. that's that's part of the beauty. Um, just to go off this point, that's part of the beauty of the show. It's kind of like you have all these different storylines going on, and they're all related in some way. And it's like, you know, you can't really, and that's the beauty of it, you can't really judge a character, even though you're going to be, like, predisposed to, you can't really judge them off the jump because you don't know what's going on just yet. But inevitably, you, like, I mean, part of you still, part of you still going to judge them, but it's like, oh, that's what happened. Oh, that's why he did what he did. And it all links back together. So that's why it's really, really interesting. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So what you're saying is, like, people are also going to really be able to relate to the characters and mm-hmm. see themselves in the character like other oh yeah you see yourself in the character you play or do you see yourself more in like one of the other characters you go first man. all right um i uh i i i sort of see myself in the character um cash um like there have been moments where i can really identify with him and sort of like understand why he does what he does 
um, you know, like whether it, like in terms of his relationships with, you know, his friends and also like, you know, he, he, he has a big heart. So um, <laughs> he's just he's just a loving guy. He just really he's a loving guy. To, he's a loving guy. He wants to give everyone what they ask for. And sometimes they ask a lot. But like I said, he's a loving guy. So he has to do what he has to do. And um, but yeah, we've I, I sort of identify with him in terms of, you know, some of the struggles he's had and why he does what he does. Okay. Yeah. And I think for me, like, like my character, Roman, I can identify with him in my younger years, uh, definitely coming out of college, you know, earlier 20s, mm-hmm. you know, going over into that age, you know, like after 25, it's, it's a whole different world for you. So exactly. I definitely can identify with him while he's going through what he's going through now, just seeing how he reacts and more so not really being, you know, I guess, knowledgeable of, of what will happen when he makes these decisions because he hasn't experienced it before, right? And so that's a lot of what, you know, people coming out of college or, you know, people in that, you know, 25 age range or when we first start, we're making decisions as an adult, but we haven't really been taught as many as adult lessons as we would need to, you know, kind of be successful in life. So you kind of got to go through the trials and tribulations, the muddy parts to gain that knowledge. So I can definitely see myself in him in my, in my younger days. But now, you know, we know better, you do better, you know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like you're, you, it's like you looking back at yourself, like no. Exactly. <laughs> you, you gotta go through it. Exactly. You have to go through it. You can't. You yes. can't. Like you, 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 don't, you can't know beforehand. It's like, oh well, make that. Well, exactly. Go through it. You gotta learn through exactly. it. Exactly. Like that question exactly. is like, would you like to start life back at twenty, but know everything you know now, or like? Ooh. Oh man. She's like, yeah. Like, honestly, honestly, I. You, if you knew what you knew then, what you knew now, I mean, you would not have went down the same journey, the same path. So I can't necessarily yeah. subscribe to saying that I would want to know what I know now because it would have produced a different outcome, right? Absolutely. So exactly. I think for exactly. me, you, everyone, it, and it, it really speaks to everybody just following your own journey, your own path, and being comfortable in that space. You know, a lot of times these days we get caught up in like social media where it's like we competing against each other we competing mm. against what we see but it's like you don't know what those people did to get where they're at what mm-hmm. they went through they struggles they they trials they tribulations whatever it may be so it's like you got to run your own race you got to look at your own trajectory and just go forward yeah nobody's yeah. competition but yourself exactly and like you can't really like you know to answer your question like you can't i wouldn't want to you know start my 20s off knowing what i want knowing what i know now like because you know like you that in itself is the adventure. You become the person you are now because of your experiences. So like, you know, like um, AD said, like you might not be the individual you are now if you just like, if you knew what what was going to happen. And, you know, we see that. And that's, that's what's really captivating about this series is like, you see these characters making these decisions and it affects who they are. Like it affects them, like in terms of like how they relate to one another, um, the decisions they yeah, make in the future. And like future. That's what, exactly. And that's what pulls them in so much more. Like, and, that, and that's what pulls the audience in so much more is because like, you don't know what they're going to do next. Are they going to, how, how are they going to handle this? And it's just, it's just like a constant, it's just, a lot of it's a lot of stuff going on all the time, all the time. Yeah, that's good. And y'all y'all answered that really back. well. <laughs> yeah, if you talking about going back, do I want to go back to having bad credit and not knowing, you know, with a home equity? No, I need to know these yeah. things now. Like, and if you think about <laughs> it, really, you can end up worse off because think about it, like people who get like quick success or like oh yeah fluxes of money because you, know, you didn't live the experience to get it. 
you don't really know what to do with it. Like at exactly. twenty, having all this knowledge, you might just trick it off and like do something crazy because you think you got the good backup, but really you just wasting it. So there you go. And the worst, you know. So it is the experience that really plays into the knowledge that you have. They go hand in hand. Otherwise, one without the other, you know, doesn't really help you get further. So exactly, hundred percent, not going to foundation, but Absolutely. yeah, can go back. Absolutely. So you, you already said the characters that you think will like love and hate. So you are, you're all guys. So let's talk about the female <laughs> characters okay. on the show. And <laughs> let me know what you all think of the female characters. Wow. Yo, we were we were really like blessed to like have it was a, a, it was like, a, a great group of women. Like they honestly made it fun to work with them. The whole mm-hmm. cast just like meshed so well together, but the women were just like they, it was phenomenal to watch them in they in their craft. Like yeah. uh, you know, me personally, like you know, I had never acted before, and so just seeing them, they have actually done you know other projects as well. So just to see them in their craft and you know their professionalism, but then like able to turn it on or turn it off, like they actually taught me a lot of things. So like I was I was really honored to to work with them. Yeah, and it was what was good about it too. Like you know, we formed a lot of good friendships. Um, you know, just working together is like you know, you you taking um, some of this their their uh, skill sets. You know, like you know, just asking questions and you know, making the scene come to life. It was it was just amazing. Like we just had a lot of a lot of fun bonding. They're so professional. Um, they executed perfectly. You know, there a lot of a lot of times when like in the scene, like you just get lost in the scene mm-hmm. until like the director yells cut and they're like, oh shoot, you know, okay, reset, let's get back to it. But like you get so, you know, involved in the scene just because of what they're feeding you. Like you're going off their emotion and they're just, you know, they're just like taking it to another level. So it was, it was amazing actually. It was really, it was amazing. It was really good to work with them. That's good. Yeah. That's good. They definitely made it come alive. So which um one of the women um is your favorite character? Um <laughs> I would say oh man, she put me on the spot. Um uh, <laughs> favorite favorite right, bro, you know exactly who I thought about. <laughs> I know exactly who you thought about. <laughs> I, I know for a fact. Um <laughs> I would struggling. Yeah, it's like it's between two of them. Like it's between. (laughs) Oh, y'all don't want to get in trouble. Actually, it's actually between all three of them. I'm not even gonna hold you. It's between all three of them because they just have different. They just bring different energies to it. Like you know, some act a little bit crazy, and some at the same time is like you know they still they have that little element of craziness, but it's still um, it's not to the same degree. But personally, I would say. Um, probably, probably Austin. Yeah. Okay. Austin. Okay. Now, if he give it to Austin, so I, I got to give it to our other female character. So he knew I was going to go with Kim. She plays Alea, who is, uh, who's Austin's sister that's in the show. And like, I mean, honestly, man, we call her baby Taraji sometimes, but like, she <laughs> kills it, man. She is so hilarious. Like, she is hilarious, like on and off the screen, like, <laughs> There was one time in rehearsal, like you know, I got to act her part, and it was like so funny. It was she, so like, funny, you know, coming hilarious. from Baltimore. So funny, but <laughs> I got the footage on my phone, bro. I go back and watch it. It's hilarious. Like she's straight up from Baltimore. Like she giving you just this, this, this attitude, but this style and this with like 
all the female characters are great. You know, Kim just takes it though, man. Kim is hilarious. Okay, yeah. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see. Yeah, yeah, Kim. Yeah, Kim's character. She's a yeah. She's a character in the, in the show. Yeah, she she's right. a character. Yeah. We got a whole dance dedicated for Kim. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So it seems like y'all not only got to know your characters really well, you got to know um, all of the other characters like in depth. So I'm gonna do a couple rapid fire questions with y'all and like give mm-hmm. me the first character that comes to mind. So we'll start it off and relate it to the time. So which character is most likely to forget the stay at home order and go out and catch COVID-19? Oh, damn. Really? (laughs) You say Kim? Really? No, really RJ, bro. RJ, exactly. Yeah, Vernon. I had to think about it, bro. Yeah, it would be be Vernon, yo. We got to give it to Vernon, man. Yeah. So why is that? Because... <laughs> the show is the thing is like named Vernon, after him, man. He hey, is rare. Exactly. <laughs> Vernon, Vernon, Vernon is his own man, yo. Like he just does things his own way. Like yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Marches to the beat Vernon. of his own drum. We'll, we'll exactly. Like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> that is that is interesting. Okay, which character is most likely to end up as the villain on a reality TV show? Ooh, Ooh oh. That's a, as a villain, the yeah. villain on the reality show. I mean, we we gonna have to get at the kill. I can I don't see Kim doing that. As a villain, though, no, I don't. I don't think so. As a villain, I would say. Oh. But she ready now? Kim <laughs> planning to take over the world right now. <laughs> in real, in real life. <laughs> uh, I would say actually looking myself though, like Cash would probably. Be, um, I mean, based off the his character like how people see him mm-hmm. so like yeah. yeah you're like yeah he's that he's he's gonna be the dude to like to screw everything up oh that big heart will be gone bro yeah <laughs> you say yeah. i'm telling you she say a rapid fire bro blah blah yeah but like, y'all y'all had to think about it that, yeah because because these questions yeah. you gotta think about them though like it's not like <laughs> they're not like it's kind of complicated but go ahead go ahead go ahead you good okay um which character is most likely to be a secret millionaire Definitely, um, you know who it is, man. It's gonna be uh, somebody's husband. I I can't even go into great detail. Just know okay. it's somebody's yes. husband. Yes, yes, so, yes, yes. Somebody's okay. husband. Yep. Somebody's mm. husband. Y'all find out. Y'all find out. But somebody's <laughs> husband. <laughs> oh, it, it's coming. Right. It's coming. Okay. Mm. Just know we we didn't even find out till late on. So we was like, what? Husband. <laughs> so it's like it's all kind of shock and surprise. Okay. Yo. Okay, so, and last question also kind of tying it in with the times. Which character, let's say other than um, the character, what's, what's the character y'all said is not, that's the most reckless? Oh, Vernon? Ver- yes. Oh, Vernon, man. So, other than that person, who was the first one to spin up their stimulus check if they got it? <laughs> Shit, that's me. That's me. <laughs> I was gonna say D two. Like, as hey, soon as I seen that thing hit, boy, <laughs> we out here, boy. What's happening? You're like, what's be, he be coming in like fresh, like every like shoes, the jacket. I'm like, damn, bro, we just rehearsing, like. But this man's always clean. no, <laughs> always clean. I'm man, like, okay, cut bro. it out. Bro. I'm like, okay, Yo, bro. 
Dude, I appreciate that, my brother. Hey, no problem, man. Back into the economy. I feel you. <laughs> Yo, hey, you, you never know when a photo I'll go here, bro. You that is true. Prepared. You need to that. be ready. Ready to go. This man is always ready. He does not play. So, so, you, play <laughs> so also, you're most likely to sneak out the house to get a haircut. That's, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. Okay, okay. See, see, my character though. See, I got braids now. I'm, I'm starting the dreadlock journey. So you see, I, I thought ahead. I was ready for Doomsday. Oh, okay. So I started my dreadlock journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so the way I am now, you once you see season two, my character gonna be a whole new man. You, mm. you feel me? He gonna be ready. <laughs> this, this is post post pandemic era. You feel me? Yes, Ruffle. yes. Pandemic. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking the other day, I was like, what what are we gonna tell like our children and our nieces and nephews? You know, that was before the great pandemic of twenty twenty. We will like, like exaggerate this. Like <laughs> exaggerate yo. to the to the limit. Yo, this is Tell us about that time y'all had to be in the house a whole two months. I was like, Man, yo. There was like no water. No water. <laughs> I'm telling you know, we Cash were struggling. Lines at Popeyes. Yo, <laughs> Costco was like lined around the block. Yo, we almost died. Yeah, almost Damn. Cool. all the time, all the time, man. So, okay, so last and final question. So, what do you want people to know about this show as they go into watching their first episode? Um, and just kind of tell us how we should feel about it. So, I mean, what you need to know about this show, it's, it's, it's a show about, like, what we face on a daily basis. You know, a lot of times, we, we film is a medium to, like, show people how, like, their lives actually are. So this show does that exactly. Like, it just tells you, because, you know, we have our close friends, you know, we have that strong bond, but oftentimes there's some things that we don't really let them know and that in in the large scheme of things often results in a lot of chaos a lot of recklessness and like we like it's it's just a real good de de depiction of like what goes on right now in relationships and in, in, in every aspect even like even related to work just just how we have to how we have to navigate through these different you know hoops and all that so it's mm -hmm. it's a really good accurate description and um, a lot of times it, it hits on the emotions that we feel, but a lot of times we try to mask. Okay. So it's, so it's kind of like mm -hmm. you can identify with that emotions. Like, Ooh, I, I know, I remember exactly when that happened. And I'm like, and you know how you, it takes you back. That's the thing. It takes you back to that moment. It happened and how you felt in that moment. Right. And I think a lot of people will kind of have those thoughts. Like you were saying, Whitney, like if I, if I knew then, you know, what I know now, would I change things? Would I make them different? It, it's really about, paths of self-discovery for individuals and how you see it being interwo interwoven amongst them like collectively because they're all connected in some kind of way you know like i said you know this character knows this character these character best friends we got a, a hidden husband behind door number two you don't want to open the door like it's, it's all linked to each other but it it also shows like wow you know you know wonder world is small like when i make these certain decisions like it can mm -hmm. play a a role in, in future you know, destinations or, or opportunities. And so I think it'll really just allow people to see themselves in the character, you know, and also think about the times they had in the past, but, you know, also how it shaped them for the future. Yep. And it's pre premiering this Thursday at 7 p.m. So don't don't Ooh. forget to check it out. The 30th, the 30th. Don't out. forget check to, yeah. Don't forget, yeah. you know, follow our page um, at Reckless Web Series. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be good. 
it's gonna be a blast. Okay, so Definitely. tell us again where what um, platforms to follow so, you on and all all your Instagrams or Facebooks or whatever you want people to know. Let us know. Awesome. So it's yeah. um it's gonna be on YouTube. Um, you can um so you can go about it two ways. You can go onto YouTube and um search uh Cash Films. Um, that's K W A S H Films. Two A's. Two A's. Yep. And you can find it on there, or you can go to the IG page. Um, it's at Reckless Web Series, and then the link's gonna be in the bio. It's gonna take you directly to to the um the the episode, and yep, you can follow us on there as well. And there's also going to be a contest. It's going to be a contest that will be um, actually I'll be hosting um, that evening. Um, so, yeah, I'm, there's going to be a lot more information about that. But, yeah, follow us on the Reckless Web Series page and then you're going to get all that info. OK, we'll yep. do. Yeah. thank you all for joining me on the podcast. No, thank oh, you. Got Appreciate thank you so much you. for having us with you. Yeah. No problem. No problem. Yo, check us out this week, Thursday. It's going down. Boom, man. Like hey. you said, check us out. Reckless <laughs> Web. I had to throw it in. Check us out, Reckless Web Series. When y'all do the Reckless Web Series, it's an underscore between Reckless and Web Series. Okay. It's a little space between. Yep, yep. I hope you enjoyed that interview with the cast of the Reckless Web Series. Again, it premieres on YouTube this week on Thursday, April the 30th. So make sure you check it out. I will be there at the premiere down to YouTube. So make sure you check them out. Follow them on Instagram. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to When Wit Happens. You can find Wit living her best life at withappen6.com and at withappen6 on social media. Subscribe and follow for updates. Until next time, keep living your best life.